0: Welcome to The Art of Being a Mum, the podcast where we hear from mothers who are artists and creators, sharing their joys and issues around trying to be a mother and continue to make art. Regular topics include mum guilt, identity, the day-to-day juggle, mental health and how children manifest in their art. My name's Alison Newman. I'm a singer, songwriter and a mum of two boys from regional South Australia. I have a passion for mental wellness and a background in early childhood education. You can find links to my guests and topics they discuss in the show notes, along with music played, a link to follow the podcast on Instagram and how to get in touch. All music used on the podcast is done so with permission. The art of being a mum acknowledges the Boendick people as the traditional custodians of the land and water which this podcast is recorded on and pays respects to the relationship the traditional owners have with the land and water, as well as acknowledging past, present, and emerging elders. Thanks so much for your company. Today, my guest is Vien Lin, Vien is a pianist, educator, businesswoman and influencer based in Brisbane, Queensland and a mum of four children. Vien was born in Shanghai, China and lived in Paris before arriving in Brisbane in 2002 to pursue her musical studies. Vien started her piano journey at Shanghai Conservatory of Music when she was just three years old. She went on to win the Australian Yamaha Piano Competition at the age of 17 and performed at the Sydney Opera House. That same year, Vienne received a scholarship from the University of Queensland and went on to tour more than 10 countries and performed a piano solo with her own piece, Two Cities, at the 2014 G20 Summit held in Brisbane. In the past decade, Vienne has worked with lots of world-class artists and musicians, including Dami Im, the Queensland and Sydney Symphony Orchestras, Yo-Yo Ma and so many more. In 2011, VN created Harmony Music Centre and Harmony International and started her new business chapter with a group of other young Australian musicians who shared the same goals. VN is now the director and owner of both these businesses. Over the past 11 years, Harmony has brought household names from China, Japan, Korea, Hungary and Croatia to Australia in over 300 performances and to over 200,000 patrons in Melbourne, Sydney, Adelaide, Brisbane, Perth and in Auckland, New Zealand. Her goal is to share Asian culture with every resident in Australia and all over the world. Vienne is also an educator and she has students from all across the world. Through her social media handle, Not Just a Pianist, Vienne shares her love of music, collaborates with fashion houses such as Burberry and seeks to change long-held stereotypes about China and pianists. I hope you enjoy our chat. much for coming on the podcast today. It's my pleasure I really like your Instagram account oh, everything thank you have. Here. Yes it's quite um, inspiring. That's great to hear thank you. So you're up in Brisbane? Yes I am yeah. Yeah fantastic must be nice and warm up there this time of year. It is it's quite um, warm today. Yeah
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, so on your social medias Your handle is not just a pianist so can you tell me um how you came up with that and and what other things that you do in addition to playing um obviously pianist
1: is my career and but you know I was thinking I should actually label myself not just a pianist because I'm also a mom and also influencer and also you know I'm still studying lots of things so that's why I came up with some idea that I'm not just a pianist
0: yeah oh that's cool and it sort of makes people um intrigued and, and sort of wonder what other things that you do so that's really cool yeah yeah so tell me how did you get into playing the piano if you've been playing for a long time
1: yeah I've been playing for already I think 35 years I have to say yeah 35 people oh no not that long. I've been playing <laughs> for 32 years yeah
0: Yeah, okay, so you started when you were quite young.
1: (laughs) I started when I was three, so it was, like, many, many, many years ago. And I've been playing and I was studying, you know, at the Conservatorium, University of Queensland, and I've been travelling from Australia to Austria and many different countries and, you know, sharing music and learning from this person to the other. So
0: music is basically the blood, you know, yeah, for sure. Yeah, brother, so, yeah. Yeah. So, did you grow up in a family that that played music as well?
1: Surprisingly, actually, my dad is a businessman and my mom is an author. So completely different. I don't have any family influence, but my mom is very, very uh, supportive when I was young, I remember, because, you know, when you were young, you have no idea why you need to learn the music. So I always wanted to quit and I always wanted to do something silly, but my mom always support me and, you know, put me back to the music and piano lesson and stuff. So, yeah.
0: Oh, it's good that she did, isn't it? Kept you going. <laughs>
1: yeah, I have to say, yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so did you grow up in Australia or were you born overseas?
1: I came here in the year of 2000. So that was 22 years ago, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I think I came here um, even earlier than that, maybe 2018, just for an exchange program as a music student So from China. So um, I've been in Brisbane quite a few years already. Yeah.
0: yeah. And whereabouts in China are you from? Shanghai. Oh yep that's a a name that most people will recognize. <laughs> yeah that's right yeah. about your family you have some children i have four
1: children oh, wow. <laughs> <That's a lot. laughs> yeah i got doremi far. <laughs> you're not gonna complete the scale <laughs> yeah but that's already a lot i can't anymore that's it
0: yeah <laughs> yeah uh, dear. so how what's the age range of your of your children
1: oh my youngest just turned one oh wow and my oldest is 27 in yeah. April, so I basically had four children in five years. Wow, that <laughs> so was very expensive, is it? Yeah, and guess what? I didn't stop my performance as well. So I was basically, you know, getting bus and having baby and playing the music. So,
0: yeah. Oh wow! So it was obviously like important to you to keep keep playing your music. You weren't going to stop that for anything. I think it's very difficult to.
1: Um, you know, like not stop. I mean, it's very difficult for women. I think parenting and pregnancy is very, such a big challenge. I have to say it's the biggest challenge in my life, but I still wanted to do music. So this drives me to still balance, you know, being a mom and being a pianist, I have to say. Mm.
0: So did you have um, like some support, like family support or, you know, someone to help you out, you know, with the practicalities of looking after the kids while you're able to perform? um yes
1: i do i do i do but just during the pregnancy it wasn't that pleasant because you know my third and fourth child they're quite young and they they're around the COVID period my fourth child is a COVID baby basically so yeah. no one can help you I, we don't have any we don't have parents we don't have anybody you just have to rely on yourself and your family just to get
0: through this yeah oh good on yeah. you yeah that's made it great. yeah congratulations <laughs> so um do you write your own music um as well as playing um other people's yeah, music? I do. I do
1: write my own music on the piano yes I do
0: yeah great um I was gonna ask whether have you noticed after you've had the children that you might have sort of are you influenced by the kids? Like has been becoming a mother changed the way you write?
1: Your music? Absolutely. Um, yeah. just in music particularly, before I become a mom, my music is always driven and I always wanted to challenge the speed and to show you how fast I can play. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> After having giving birth and having a child, I understand life is not about speed. It's <laughs> about how how relaxed it can be to handle all of the scenarios so in my music you can hear all this settled soft slow bits so I have changed a lot because of this parenting thing I have to say.
0: Mm, That's very interesting yeah I like that Uh, so it kind of helps you helps you to slow down as well and keep yes if you're sort of in that that mood. yeah so in addition to doing your piano you you do your influencing you do um, some modeling as well. Can you tell us about yeah. that?
1: Um, I started to do lots of collaborations with, with different brands from 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, before that, I do perform a lot and, you know, friends and different brands, they didn't really, you know, push me to um, uh, label as an influencer because I think I was mainly focusing on the performance. Then COVID hits, so um, obviously your performance opportunity or time, everything are very, very limited, right? Mm-hmm. So I start to think maybe I should do something different. So I start to do YouTube uh, videos and became a YouTuber mm-hmm. and also Instagram and Facebook, plus there is some very new Chinese um, channel called The Red Book. So oh, I used yes. the ch- yep life and professional career music and also parenting so I, I started to have more fans and audiences then I start to do collaborations with different brands
0: mm, so that must be fun like getting to to wear different clothes and I've noticed um in the the campaign you did for Westfield that you've got your family involved as well yes that's right we did a campaign with Burberry mm mm-hmm.
1: And uh, it was quite fun because I get to choose the colour combinations and my hair and everything. I really like those kind of things because I think I'm a, I'm a pianist which is very arty, you know, like I wanted to be creative. So um, I really enjoy doing what I love. I have to say this is really a blessing.
0: Yeah. And it's good to be able to step, step away from the piano too and show maybe a different side of your creativity because it can be... absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah yeah and um that that um burberry one you did like having your hair in like the two little buns and the bright <laughs> colors it was re- it was just uh, very eye-catching looks awesome thank you for yeah. your feedback i love it too i
1: recently <laughs> had a haircut so i can't go that up anymore yeah but they will grow <laughs> yeah that's great <laughs>
0: Yeah, I was. Uh, I had a look at your YouTube. You've you've got some really fun things on YouTube, like you do your unboxing of your products, um, the the music side of things, which is really cool. Like you actually explain the stories behind particular songs, sort of educating yeah. people as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you obviously enjoy sharing your knowledge that you have um, about music as well. Yeah. Yeah, and and also a fun one was when your husband did your makeup. That was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I have to say that I think they're not very good at doing makeup. But, no. <laughs> but, but you know, for one thing I'm so curious, if you look at all those top beauty cosmetic brands, you know, in in nowadays, you know, mm-hmm. all the top makeup artists, they're all male, you know. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah. I don't know. And you know, for this gender thing male nowadays they wear makeups
0: mm, yeah
1: they have skincare, cares and they're so conscious about how they look and how they can improve their appearance and stuff so
0: yeah it's it's interesting so yeah 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 your husband had a good had a good go i didn't think you did a very bad job actually he didn't do bad at all <laughs> <laughs> you are very honest Hossa. i like you very much <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah,
1: okay. That wasn't a good one,
0: but it's okay. Yeah. But you gotta have fun, don't you? You've gotta you gotta have fun in life. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Do your children play music as well? So actually my oldest daughter, Harmony, she's doing four instruments. Oh, wow. And he is doing three instruments. So they 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 are lucky because they're born in a musical family you know and i guess they're influenced by what we do and because we also have an education institute which operates and actually have music education sort of program and stuff so they they basically when they were just six months they start to grab you know triangle bongo drums and anything you can think about so they they love music
0: and making great great. yeah yeah absolutely and do they enjoy um watching you play or hearing you play
1: yeah especially harmony because every time i go to a concert uh she 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 did attend and i think for the reason when she even became my special guest so she played the cello and we collaborate one song Mm -hmm. um from one of the cello exam syllabus and um i really enjoyed you know um the opportunity to share the stage not with fine musicians but also with fellow musicians such as my daughter this is not only the proud mom moment it's just the moment that you understand I am giving my child you know a musical environment and she enjoys it and she's able to stand up and share the stage because I think at such a young age and standing up on a stage to play in front of so many people, it is a very frightening, you know, sort of experience. Mm, Absolutely, yeah. Yes, because, you know, even even when I was 17, I came to a piano competition, I can tell that I was so shaky and I was so nervous, you know. Mm. But what I saw my daughter is she's okay, actually. She's only six that time. So I'm so proud, I have to say.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I can completely relate to that. Do you think though, because maybe because you've made music such a a normal thing in your life, and she's probably seen you perform, so she thinks it's not scary. It's not a not that it's not a big deal. Like she still understands that it's important, but it's sort of normalised it a bit for it. And she's like, it's a safe place. Yeah. yeah because saw
1: me on the stage she knows that our oh, mommy is doing this what i'm going to do is something similar to what my mom does so she at least she has got like some like security you know bond there so she just feel like okay i can do it so even if she, she can't do it perfectly it doesn't matter right
0: yeah absolutely that's i think that's a wonderful gift to be able to pass on to your children that's really lovely thing I love to talk to my guests about is the concept of mum guilt. So this idea that mums should just be mums and then if you do anything else apart from being a mum you should you should feel bad about it or that you know society makes you feel bad about it. How do you feel about mum guilt?
1: I have to say I'm I'm a selfish mum. <laughs> is that a word? Oh my goodness um, um, but to say it i love my children right and i go four. that's a lot of workload you can you can't you can imagine how much you have to do but for example now it is the cold period i don't know about other city but in particularly in queensland um it's getting worse so every every day there will be like an increasement of at least ten thousand cases you imagine that Mm-hmm. and if you in any group chat you will notice all the moms are so panicked they will be like I'm not going to send my kids to childcare. I'm not going to and this and that but what I did um, but I'm not saying that I'm putting my kids into risk mm-hmm. because they are in a very good school which I attended when I was young you know and all of my four children two of them are in primary school one is seeing uh, two of the other in ELC which is the early learning center Mm -hmm. so what I did is every morning I still send them to there all right I trust the teacher I trust the facility will be able to give my child a healthy and safe environment all right because every every institution they have a COVID safe plan so but you know because some moms are so panicked they don't believe it they don't trust it so but I'm the one who may be a bit selfish that i trust the institution and I, I decided to leave my kids there because if they go the whole day i will be able to work mm. do my yeah. own thing all right this is one thing and the other thing is no matter what every week i need to do I do my yoga this is my relaxation moment so yeah. if you want to sacrifice i'm not going to sacrifice so <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> If my daughter says that oh mommy can you do this for me i will say no no i say you can do that with melody or you can do that with you know there are many people in our family we're a big family you can do that with this or that i give her options but mm-hmm. the option is not me because i told her mommy needs mommy's car.
0: Yeah. So, yeah yeah
1: yeah I, I guess i'm very different especially in asian culture because in asian culture i i think especially my mom's generation family kids parenting is always the first priority Mm. you never think about yourself you just have to give everything to your family
0: yeah right it is a culture you know Mm. yeah that's interesting isn't it um yeah yeah but it's good that like you've recognized that you need particular things in your life so that you feel good you know it's not all about pleasing everyone else all the time
1: no, or maybe because I'm already passed to that stage, because I'm I'm turning 36 this year. So I, I don't feel like I wanted to please everybody anymore. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, I
0: do. Yeah. It's yeah, interesting. I to say used to
1: that, hear that yeah. but I always wanted to do my best. I want to show maybe my in-laws how good I am. You, you know, and show my friends or show my kids, kids, you know, friends, mom, you know, like how good yeah. I am and stuff. I don't want to do that anymore I just want to be happy
0: yeah that is so yeah. good yeah hold on, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah because yeah. it's funny the other a few weeks ago I had a chat with a, an author and she said it's like when you get to 40 you just think I just don't care about any of that other rubbish anymore like you just you get over the fact of you know comparison and judgment of other people and like you said you just want to be happy and Yeah, I think that that's something that comes with with age. You sort of get this perspective of what's important in your life, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You're listening to the art of being a mom with my mom, Alison Newman. When you had your children, how did the identity of yourself change? Did you sort of feel that that was challenged at all? Becoming a mother, did you feel like you were losing part of yourself? Or if I look at back, all
1: of my, you know, four children and they gave birth and everything. I, I think the pregnancy is the most difficult part for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know about other women, but it wasn't a pleasant journey for me for each pregnancy. Uh, maybe because of I push myself to be able to handle work mm-hmm. and other commitment as well as, you know, having, getting through this pregnancy. But I had lots of issues and lots of, you know, um, problems and, COVID baby as well, no one helped. And physically, I was facing a lot of difficulties and also mentally. When the the baby was born, you know, I think it's all good. Like, I don't feel tired anyway, but I guess because the natural of myself, I'm a very energetic person, always uplifting. You know, I'm just, some people think that, how come VNU are so always like that up and that high? I said I'm not on drugs. I just had some sugar. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't. I don't drink. I. I. I can't get drunk because if you give me one, one cup of anything, I just drunk. <laughs> so I drunk. And I, I don't smoke. So every yeah. anything. The only treat I get myself is maybe just Pepsi or some kiss. I'm just having some kiss. (laughs) So I'm high. I'm I'm very happy. So I guess my energy level is always very high. That's maybe why I had four children, you know, because sometimes my my friend complained, oh, I had one, already had enough.
0: (laughs) Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, that's because we didn't have three more. If you got three more, you will be fine. (laughs) 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 But, 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 you know, I just... I think your energy level is very important so yeah. when you ask me that question when I look back to that question I have to say pregnancy is really really bad this is this is something that I think every woman is really struggling with pregnancy because the baby is not out yet you have to always check and you're not sure and you're not a mom really you know it's yeah in process and everything you just have to wait I think that's a period of time for a woman to get through both mentally and physically
0: mm. yeah that's a really good point um so then when you actually had the child you would sort of already prepared yourself and gone through those changes so then when you had your baby you were sort of already at that point I,
1: had, I, I was so lucky I had the best OB so what happened is you know I my delivery was just so smooth like didn't feel anything, you know, at all. Like no pain and no anything. Just like right time, right everything. So maybe because of my case, giving birth it didn't really cost me any, you know, attention at all. So my attention all draws to the pregnancy.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah,
1: yeah. to say that i really like your channel because um you're trying to do something i think this society really needs i think there will be no model about uh, a month everyone is different right and yeah i I don't know how you feel about australia but I, i know i i came here 2000 so it's already 22 years it's already half past of my entire life up to now so i literally i spent more time in australia than china
0: yeah.
1: I think um, the Chinese social media recently really raised me up. Uh, recently, there is a very famous Chinese pop singer called uh, Li Hong, uh, a Taiwanese singer, right? And uh, and he betrayed his wife, and the wife gave uh, birth three times and gave everything to the family. And basically the pop star just betrayed and it became black and white in the society. They start to hit to the court. And things get very messy and stuff. And you can imagine, you know, the lady, you know, the, the female, the mom start to cry and, you know, mentally break down. It's just hard. I just feel like that when I look at back, I have a very different perspective with that. Mm-hmm. I just feel like that everybody has a choice. If you don't want to be like that you know dependent on your husband or you don't want to be betrayed by your husband, mm-hmm. I think women you know what do you want. Like yeah. you need to really have a very strong thing in yourself. Then no matter people betray you or not, no matter people you know do some bad thing or not, you still can move on. So I guess the social media label that women are in a very bad position. Men always, you know, earn money and they are they have, you know, strong ego. In China, though, I'm not saying in Australia. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, women, they need to depend on the men because they are the one who make money. You, you know that like, yeah. in know, world. yeah. So China, in China social media, what they're trying to say that woman needs to wake up. So mm-hmm. I guess it's a bit late, but <laughs> at least they are starting to have this slogan. Woman, you have to wake up. You are not just a mom. You yeah. are also a So I guess in Australia, this is so natural. Like I saw my friend, like yesterday they gave us, today they already, you know, grabbing the baby, just, you know, like at, at the workplace. Mm, and yeah. you can never do that in China. People are just like, what? you have to go in your confinement are you crazy so so, so, uh, that's why i love australia because i just feel like um i can breathe and i can do whatever i want even um i have to rely on the chinese social media and society in australia because i am an influencer i I know i was born in china but there are things i don't like and Mm -hmm. what i'm doing now is i don't judge about the things i don't like i just support the things I like, and let more people know about it. And I wanted to let people know, know, know about it. No matter how many children I have, I'm still a woman. So the mm-hmm. most important thing is yourself, that's it. Yeah. Child can wait, children can wait, no matter how many children. Because every time my friend was saying, yeah you have four children. I say, so what? <laughs> 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 what?
0: Yeah, good job. <laughs>
1: have another four if you want, but I just don't want to have any more.
0: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah no that's that's really really i love that no matter how many children i have i'm still a woman that's just that's, that's really powerful yeah
1: yeah good for you yeah i really like your channel because i think the society needs this kind of thing rather than just label what is good mom what is bad mom and mm. yeah they need something like this
0: yeah well, thank you i appreciate that no thanks for being a part of it it's wonderful to have you on here Have you got anything coming up that you want to let us know, maybe anyone that you're working with or anything musical that you've got coming up?
1: Yes, I, I do have something. i got two things to share with everybody. So in Brisbane, uh, from February the 1st, well, we're standing a festival called Brisbane Asia Festival. And mm. I'm so honoured to be able to work with um, a very, very um, famous producer, Anthony, and I'm going to do lots of music making with different cultures and sound. And and one of the um, main theme of it is improvisation. And you can feel the music in the space with different instrumental player and the musicians. So it's just going to be so beautiful. I'm so thrilled to share with you about February. And, and how long is that on, on for? Uh, the festival will go yeah. for a month. A month. Yeah. Excellent. Yes. Right. And, yes. And my show will be end of the month. So mm-hmm. I will put out my socials. Yeah, and also apart from that, I'm working with Japanese jazz singer called Lisa Ono. She's very famous in the jazz field, and I'm going to host her international tour in Taiwan in May. So I'm going to flew, sorry, I'm going to fly down to Taiwan, hopefully in April, and I'm going to do four shows with her in different cities and. This is the part I'm really looking forward to. Since COVID, we stopped all the international shows, Mm. and I can't wait to be physically in that theater, the big, you know, hall with
0: international jazz singer Lisa or not. So, yes, that sounds fantastic. That is great. Good on you. Um, so you leave the like the kids will stay in Australia, you won't take the kids. I'm not
1: gonna take them because I
0: think they are in a very
1: good routine. I think consistency is very important for children's development. Mm-hmm. Um, I I bring harmony, my oldest ch- child, for her to explore because she's such aware of everything. But obviously the other three younger ones they will definitely stick with their daily routine.
0: <laughs> no change. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. Parents are still there in
1: China? Um, my, dad, my dad passed away five years ago in Australia and yeah. my mom is still in China. She's in Shanghai at the moment. She yeah. used to live in Brisbane occasionally because she's that type. She wants her own life. Yeah, and she yeah. told me, that. I'm your mom, but I don't have responsibility to take care of your daughters. <laughs> <laughs> She's
0: done her hard work.
1: <laughs> yes, she told me that. She said she needs a life. So I guess that's something that, you know, she passed out to me. So, um, you know, at the beginning, I can't understand that. But now I really enjoy the distance because she's having her own life and I'm having my life. She's right. I chose to have four children. I have a big family. I got responsibilities. Then I will take care of everything. So mm-hmm. you learn from it, right? No one is perfect. So, yeah, um, yeah so my mom is not here.
0: Yep. Yeah. So how does, you talked before about in the um, Asian culture that it's sort of like the mum's got to do everything and not do anything for herself. How does your mum feel about how you're, not in a judgmental way, but does she sort of, does she recognise because you're in Australia, it's a bit different that you can do your um, yoga? and
1: I guess the, the reason, my mum is not that kind of like sacrificing everything for her child type. Mm-hmm. yeah sure so, yeah. for example she decided to send me to Australia when I was very young because she's busy <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh I, you know I remember when I was six or seven everyone else like dad or mom or grandma grandpa they waited at the front of the school in China they always pick up their kids like in front of they li- all line up three o'clock mm-hmm. no one picked me up my oh. mom put a feet just on my neck. <laughs> you go home yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was raised up in that kind of family. You understand what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, yeah. yeah. My mom is even worse. <laughs> no one can take care of me. I still remember when I was six or seven, I don't remember exactly which year, right? There was one time my mom was sick. I was so shocked because my dad was interstate for something, business, I don't know. Yeah. You know what happened to me? I actually we have a lunch break every school in China. You have lunch break as so well. I remember it's forty-five minutes. <laughs> I ran back home, cook instant noodle for my mom because I was too young that time. I think if people don't eat, they will die. No. <laughs> 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 ran, and the only thing I can do is I cook it and leave it to mom. I said, "Mommy, to eat, okay? Then, then I ran back to school. I was only six or seven. Oh, so I was okay. raised up by a family that everybody sacrificed for me. In fact, yeah. it, was, well, it was opposite. Then yeah. that's why when I'm in Brisbane, you know, in Queensland, when I was a teenager, I dive into the culture quite quickly because I think my family's belief is quite matching with you know western culture a little bit not not a hundred percent but majority mm. of it yeah,
0: so I didn't, yeah 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 no that makes sense yeah so in a way your mum was kind of not doing the normal trend for an Asian no. family yeah no. yeah. Not, yeah did so when you when you sort of started to realize that did you think that was a really good thing like did you think my mum's really cool because she's just doing whatever she wants or was it the opposite maybe <laughs>
1: My mom is really cool, you know, and I will tell her tonight. She's really cool Um, because I I think, I, I still, I still, I don't know. I think you have that kind of friend around you. I don't know if you know it or not. Every day, if you send your kids to school, right, you need to bring lunch. And some moms, they are just amazing. Like everything, you just you open their lunchbox. Like they can do the sushi roll, like panda, and you know, like yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah. They can just cook like oh, like a master ship. Yes, I can't. <laughs> I, I can't. It's, it's, it's basically that I don't have the time, and I'll be honest, I don't have effort to really learn it. Mm. Then there will be people saying that oh, VN doesn't love. Her kids, yeah, there will be like because I'm an influencer, so people sometimes judge about me. Oh, she never cooks, oh, she doesn't know how to cook, she doesn't feed her child, but they're still alive. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't eat. Come on, they don't eat. So, that's yeah. exactly what mom you know raised me. Is and then my mom is still so cool. Do you know why I'm still working and I'm working like so busy? You know, it's from my social media, so. Mm. Well, for example, reason why I, I, I had a shooting with Rose Rice, you know, the car electric car. Yeah. And I yeah. need someone to help me with the uh scripts, scripts. Mm-hmm. And it's in Mandarin, English. Obviously, my mom is an author. She's so cool, she can help my scripts.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. Not oh, you know, anybody's like
1: can do that. You know, yeah.
0: like
1: just, just imagine if my mom choose to be, you know, giving up everything, just raise me, pick me up from school, cook out those food for me and give up her career she won't be so good I mean yeah. so I, I think I think we need to sacrifice I, I mean it's not yes or no right or wrong but at the end of the day you just have to ask yourself what do you really want like I don't want a mom like oh come on can you bring me to your family can I live with you I don't want to be like that kind of mom I want them to have their own life so do I I wanted to have my own life so mm-hmm. I guess maybe the best way is we, we do have a bit of boundaries we do have the lines. And to let my children know what does mommy like, what does mommy don't like, and what does, what mom can do, what mom won't do. So yeah, yeah. that's fantastic. So I'm not a hundred. I'm not, a hundred, I'm not a hundred percent mom. You know what I mean? Like yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. No, that's wonderful. I really love that. Good on you. Because <laughs> I think I think a lot of mums feel like they have to do everything, and if and if you don't do it. Then you're a bad mum, you know. But it's like, yes. no, that's not true. <laughs> yes, yeah,
1: absolutely. And this this makes people sometimes a bit panic as well. I think this is a peer precious as well.
0: Yes. But um. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the, the sort of competition of like you said about the the lunch boxes, like, you know, and then you lunch see.
1: Things on- and you know, how neat and tidy your uniform is, your hair is, what sort of mark your child gets, you know, you know that kind of things.
0: Mm yeah and yeah. then and then the, the, with social media too there's all this you know you see what other mums are doing and all the competition there it's like you forever feel like you're being judged by somebody else and yeah gets a bit much so your your um story is very refreshing i think a lot of people are going to be very inspired to hear yeah. to yeah. hear that yeah thanks for sharing that so honestly <laughs> <It's wonderful. laughs> I'm very honest. yeah yeah no, I really, really love chatting to you. It's been lovely. Thanks for your company today. If you've enjoyed this episode, I'd love you to consider leaving us a review, following or subscribing to the podcast, or even sharing it with a friend you think might be interested. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on the podcast, please get in touch with us by the link in the show notes. I'll catch you again next week for another chat with an artistic mum.